You're listening to the Superhuman in You podcast. Superhuman in You is an organization with a mission to help business leaders improve their mental, physical, and emotional health. Now presenting to you, best-selling author, serial entrepreneur, and an award-winning coach, your host, Anurag Rai. Hi, this is your host, Anurag. Today, I'm speaking to Olga Nestrova. Olga is a former professional athlete and diplomat turned entrepreneur. She's a multiple dance world champion and founder of Honest Business, president of Honest TV Network, and executive producer at Honest Media Productions. She has a real passion for changing the way we consume television. Hi, Olga. It's so good to have you on our show. And uh, we have had some conversations before, and i just so inspired by your journey and the things that you're doing and the things that you have in your pipeline for the future. So today, first of all, thank you for accepting my request to be a guest. And we'll just love to talk about your journey and some of your wisdom, if you could share with our audience. And the pleasure is mine and you're a hero of mine and your story is very inspiring. And we connected where I interviewed you first and I uh, was really blessed and to get to know your story. And um, there are things we relate in, you know, moving countries and um, starting businesses, going through ups and downs. So you're a true inspiration and I'm um, just honored and excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. So without further ado, just let me start by asking my, my very first question. I have heard this before, um, but I think my audience will benefit from this and I'd love to hear it again. And so please tell us about your journey. Well, I started as a professional athlete. If you ever watched you know, Dancing with the Stars, or if you're in the UK, you know, Blackpool Dance Festival, it has everything to do with ballroom dancing. And people think, well, you know, dancing, what is it? But I started when I was six and every day trained for seven hours. And I, at 13, at the age of 13, I immigrated to Germany, joined their national sports team. And I was a professional dancer, athlete, and in their uh, representing the country, I was national champion, world champion. I won the Blackpool Festival. So it was a one big journey, but I always kind of kept in mind that I wanted to do more. So at the age of 21, I said, okay, I won everything. It was that year when you win everything and you think like, okay, every year they're going to be a world champion. So is it what I really want to do? Just run behind that goal and hope, you know, nobody better appears. So I thought, let's study. And I moved to Netherlands and um, they had this double degree program where I chose United States as a partner university. And I started studying international business and management there, got transferred to US. But my biggest dream, which still is to really change the world by inspiring people. And I thought UN would be my biggest dream. You know, what could be better? United Nations, they help people. So, and people say, well, you know, you're a little girl from Ukraine, what are you going to do? Well, moved to the uh, United States and I added two majors. I added political science and I added business law. 
and um, graduated and I came to New York and I followed the internship at the well, at UN, you start with your birth country, which is Ukraine for me. So I followed an internship at the permanent mission of Ukraine to UN. So I worked at the headquarters. And um, after I remained there and I worked at the Security Council and, you know, wars and everything. And then I realized, well, politics is not really about directly helping people. And you can make change from within by really talking to people. And one person, you know, as they say, if you think you don't have enough power to change the world or disturb, try to sleep with a mosquito. You know, you, you can bring change, but you have to kind of go smart about it. And so after several years, you know, there they, um, as a diplomat, you have to rotate and go into underdeveloped countries. For me, I was done moving. This was already my well, third country. I thought, okay, I'm done. And I want to live in New York. And I went and opened my own company, which happened kind of by an accident. I had my website where I had my titles and everything that had to do with dance. And I received a call literally a few weeks after I departed from UN. And they said, well, a um, few months actually. And they said, well, I, I'm a manager of Madison Square Garden. For those who don't know, that's, they call it world's most famous arena. I don't know if that's true, but it's in New York where you have the Knicks uh, NBA games and, you know, um, hockey and concerts and everything. And so he said, I'm the manager. Can you produce halftime entertainment for the NBA, which is National Basketball Association? Well, me, you know, I said, what is NBA? <laughs> but sure. And so two weeks I ran around, got people together and I produced this show, which had dance aspect to it, but it was a whole entertainment for the halftime. And that's how I started my company. Then I expanded it to different teams and to Miami, Washington, D.C., Atlanta. And so um, this was a great journey. And um then we came into lockdowns, which shifted everything. And, uh, you know, on the side, I always had um, Honest Media. This was uh, my uh, marketing company where I worked with Fortune 500 companies and small businesses, which resulted out of people just messaging me and asking, who does your marketing for your production company? I said, it's me. Really? Can you give advice? And so that's how I started it. It was never intentional to, you know, make money with it or like make it some sort of a big thing. It was always a side, which then became my main thing during lockdowns. And um, and then I'm working on launching a TV network, which we're going to talk a little later too, right? <laughs> so yeah, that's the journey. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much for sharing that. And yeah, so like, I think it's, it takes a lot of courage to do everything that you did and uh, especially going to different countries because um, I've traveled uh, to a, another country as well. And I know, I know how hard it is when you go to a country, you don't have any contacts and yeah. uh, you're just basically starting from scratch and you have moved from country to country. So um, really courageous, really brave. Right. Um, and perhaps, you know, for you, it strikes too the different in culture. It's so big. For me, it was not about Ukraine, Germany, and Netherlands, which was, okay, it's a little different, but United States was very different. Yeah. People were asking me, how are you doing? And they kept moving. And I, I was replying, and they were going, like, what is it? They're like, this is courtesy, just, just how we talk. Yeah. And everybody's so nice, but it doesn't mean that's what it actually is. Like, okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. I guess you can relate maybe, um, you know, switching countries and cultures too. <laughs> Definitely. Something that you said um, there as well, like 
sometimes we feel powerless, but if we do feel powerless, try sleeping with a mosquito because even um, something as small as mosquito can cause a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Love that. So you said you obviously you started as a career in dancing and then moved a few places and then now you're um, you're a marketing coach helping startups. So why tell me why you are doing what you do so what's the what's the reason behind it is do you is that your passion the marketing side or is it still the dancing side or is it media because you're doing a lot of things so you know when i look at my resume and i think if i would have applied for a job they would have said oh my god none of this makes sense you're yeah. not hired bye and that's why i don't do it also i don't like working nine to five i like working nine to nine to nine to nine anyway uh, but what I mentioned in the beginning, and that's what I analyzed, I want to make people's lives better. You know, as you know, I go to church once a week. For those who know, you light a candle, right? You take, you take another candle, take the fire there, you touch the candle and it lights up. So I want to touch as many candles or lives, right? Mm-hmm. And that was always the core idea. That's how I, you know, the dancing part, I was pushed to it by my parents, not going to hide it. I hated the hell of it until I started winning. And I said, oh, my God, this is great. I can be winning, you know, but that taught me a lot. It taught me consistency. It taught me the work ethic. It, it really made me, I'm still introverted, but it made me an extrovert, you know, introverted extrovert. And I learned how to behave in public, how to speak and how to, you know, although dancing doesn't have much speaking, but really, you know, everything from posture to consistency and, um, you know, just um, staying focused. So I'm grateful for that. But the diplomacy part, I wanted to change the world. Sounds major, but I really wanted to bring difference. And then the entertainment part for the NBA, the idea of that business was to get non-dancers, men, women, mostly women, who really, you know, I had responses. People like women went through divorce and they said, by joining your team, it really kept me going. And so get people who are really want to, who really want to break out of their shell. They learn to dance. They got, you know, styled and professional costumes. They performed on live TV and they said, oh my God, I have this achievement now. I'm really, you know, I, I have the confidence to build a business or to progress in my work. So it really light up those people's uh, lives. And what I aim for in anything I do is to see that light, you know, the sparkle that goes on. And perhaps you can relate as a coach, yeah. you know, people understand it. They're like, aha, that's what it is. And that is what drives me with marketing was the same thing. I started with fortune 500 companies and you know how it works. You walk in and they're like present. They're like, well, we like it, but why do we need it? You know, what is Instagram? Why do we need to be there? Start explaining. They have their antiques. And so small businesses, I felt it really was um, vivid that I helped them, right? We had a meeting, they brought a change. There was immediate result. And people were so grateful because they couldn't afford major services, major companies. And they understood that I went through that journey. So I will save them money actually by providing straight advice. And um, that leads them to the network that um, I'm building, we're building um, 
really to change people's lives, really to reach is just a bigger medium where you can reach millions of people at the same time, rather than one on one or, you know, in person. So I think the core idea is to change people's lives and show them that it's really life is much, much bigger than, you know, home, work, home, and, you know, that little red race. So long answer to a short question. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I love that. Something that you said there is what I talk about too. So you said how you, even though dancing was not your passion, you learned a lot, which is not helping you towards your passion. And what I believe in is we should all do what we love, but until we find that, we should love what we do. Yes. And yes. Only, only by doing that, we could develop those kind of skills so that when we find what we love to do and we are doing it, we have those skills because everything is getting us ready for our purpose. Right, right. And I mean, what is better than being an athlete or, you know, learning how to work when you don't feel like it, right? And being consistent. You will need consistency in anything. Yeah. Right? Awesome. Thank you. So obviously, we have learned so far that um, you took a lot of t- turns and twists um, in order to get to where you are and uh, to find your passion, to find the thing that you really enjoy to do, um, especially serving uh, other entrepreneurs. So if you have any advice for our audience, um, including myself, uh, how can one find their passion? Not sure about you because you already found it, but I think, you know, trying different things. And this is a cliche advice that everybody gives you, you know, try different things. But I think moreover, two practical steps, react on your uh, intuition, Mm -hmm. because many times you would sit and think, oh, I wish I could do something else. And you're like, oh, and you're dragging your feet and you continue your same routine just by, you know, being passive aggressive about what you do. But if you have that inner calling, right? And I believe in universe, God, whatever you call it, it gives you tiny messages and big messages and really hard messages and something major happens. You're like, oh my God, now I have to change. And so don't wait for those major moments to change your life, whether it is, you know, physical, emotional damage or something really, really bad happens and you kind of are feeling the urge, but react to those tiny thoughts. If that appears in your mind over and over again, it has a point. And so just listen to yourself, you know, and um, same thing also understand that it is okay to move. As they say, you're not a tree, you can move. Mm -hmm. If you are in this situation and you feel like it's, I don't like it, you know, you're like fish out of water. This is not my environment. I understand it makes me a lot of money. It's this, it's that. Everybody tells me this is super great. You know, it's the same thing as you get in relationships or any situationships or work situations and you're like this person sounds great you know everything is great but I kind of have that icky feeling and we have this saying I don't know about UK but in in the US if it quacks like a duck it's a duck you know if you feel like something is off probably it is so understand that it is okay to make moves it's okay to shift so listen to your little messages and make moves awesome I love that you're not a tree you can move (laughs) great advice thank you (laughs) Yeah. So 
and now you have um, startups and new companies. So you probably be aware of this. What's the biggest um, problem they struggle with? And if you have any advice on how to prevent or solve that problem. Yeah, I had a meeting literally last week mm-hmm. and it was a company medium-sized, successful, and they said, well, we want to revamp our social media and marketing and everything. Okay, so my first question is always, what's your goal? Say, we want to go viral. I say, oh, you're going to go viral, why? Well, we want million subscribers. We have now 5,000. We really want millions. We want to go viral. I said, okay, so what's the intention behind that thing? Yeah, but we want to go viral. So that gave me an understanding that they don't have a plan, they don't have a goal. They're just somebody, most likely the founder is really ego-driven, wants to be known. Known for what? You know, you can share your naked behind and go viral. Is that good enough? So understanding, you know, I think to your point, what is the biggest mistake is to serve everyone and do everything at once. Because what happens is you see somebody on Instagram doing this, you're like, oh my God, I want to do that. Then you see somebody on YouTube doing that. Oh, I wanted that too. And I want to add this to my company and that. Understand that if you're starting uh, starting out, especially if you're a solopreneur, you wear a lot of hats and your hat can handle maybe few. So in terms of marketing and social media, understand what is your goal. Is your goal to really show your expertise, talk about your products and services and make money, which I suggest, because if you try to serve everybody, if you go viral, let's say, but you're not making money, you're running on your motivation. Because as long as your motivation and your savings last, you're going to do it. And then it doesn't make money. There is no motivation to do it. You're going to quit it. And that could have been perhaps your $1 million or $1 billion idea. So really have a plan. Start small, but re- be really clear about your goals. And don't let the world really you know, uh, push you aside by having trends or anything. Specialize your goals and just aim to it, towards it. Awesome. I uh, love that as well. I've actually been guilty of that when initially started uh, my coaching business. I used to focused a lot on likes and I was like well I'm not getting likes and once I was having this conversation with my coach and he asked me how many clients do you want to work with and I said 10 to 15 and then he said why do you need thousand likes you don't want everybody to like your content you want to work with certain kind of people right and there's another point I was having an interview on my podcast and somebody told me and I always ask, like, how, how can people find you? What's your social media? And this lady said, I'm not on social media. I have work to do. I have money to make because my clients are not sitting on social media 24-7 liking everything. Yeah. I'm working with those who are busy. So one thing is when we talk about LinkedIn, which is B2B and people kind of, you know, pay attention to that. Another thing, having a constant presence and really guiding your audience through your product services and stuff, having a great website where people can find everything right away. You know, I love your website. When you go, you watch the videos, you understand right away what you're about, what your offers are, you know, Um, but really spending time on likes. And I mean, is conversion important, you know, so what are we working on spreading the news? You know, like for instance, for the network right now, it's spreading the news. We're not converting anybody. There is no network. It's in the process. So that's okay, you know, but once 
you sell something, you're actually counting sales because you're a business, you know? So yeah. yeah, great. So so always be clear what the end goal we want and then yeah, choose our strategy based on that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So if I had to ask you what's one most important thing that you do that helps you to have the courage and energy to set and achieve big goals because you're doing a lot of things. <laughs> you know, I always start my day regardless, you know, like today I'm not feeling well, I'm having whatever that infamous situation disease. Like, <clears throat> you know, I always say, I just want, and you know, again, I'm talking about God, like I'm not majorly religious, but universe, God, whatever. I always ask, guide me and give me an opportunity to provide value. So whether it is an interview, whether it is a business meeting or anything, I want to be where my feet are and I want to provide the most value to that person. So what keeps me going is concentrating on that particular person that is in front of me or that particular task that is in front of me. And if I did a really great job, I'm the former athlete, right? So I know when I did a good job and I know when I didn't. And so when I go to bed, I'm like, oh, I nailed it. Regardless what the result was, that gives me that satisfaction. Like, okay, you did a great job, girl. Okay, go ahead next time. So I learned not to seek validation from outside sources, um, especially, you know, athletes or whatever. You get distracted on purpose. People try to, you know, come at you right, left and center. And so really going inward and connecting with you and saying what's good, what's bad. I think that's what keeps me grounded. Awesome. Again, really valuable, really valuable advice there. Yeah. <laughs> Something that I practice as well. Don't focus on your results, focus on your actions. Because yeah. if you play a good game, sooner or later, you are going to win. Absolutely. I agree. So, yeah, that brings us nicely to talk about what we was, we touched on earlier um, a bit. So tell us a bit about your upcoming projects. Okay, so upcoming projects in terms of honest business, which is a marketing advising thing. And, you know, my time is limited now. And I realized people call me and we have this one on one consultations. And I always end up explore, explaining the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's put it all in one thing where people can just go and learn. And so my project that I did together with one university as well, um, it's a marketing and implementation course, which is, I know everybody's doing courses. Well, it is what it is. It's just literally 15 lessons, um, PDFs and videos and everything that is launching soon where people... It, it, the intention is to provide the knowledge to small business owners who are just starting out to, to really create the marketing strategy in the right way. So really approach it in the right way. So you build fundamental basis, then it has lessons how to, um, even when you start outsourcing and hiring people, what to demand from them, how to schedule that. So it really is the guidance for solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, small business owners who want to learn what it is marketing, understand, and then hire out. So that's the course I worked on. And that's what I want to leave because, um, again, I have to shift to the network from honest business. So I have to leave some, leave some sort of information there. Now for the network, um, we aim to launch end of this year or at least second um, half of 2022. 
Um, it's Honest Network, and uh, we call it the home to intentional entertainment. The idea is to reverse television or the the perception of television because now we switch tv when it's breaking news it's scary it's fear oh my god or it is entertainment in terms of we watching somebody showing how foolish they are how you know reality tv or anything like that how they kiss and tell and all that but really to have a network that educates you, inspires you, really grabs your attention where you don't have to go on YouTube and search every single creator, but you have that content there. And so for now, we created seven uh, programs. Shall we reveal it or no? I don't know. But <laughs> well, yes. you you are one of the superstars, okay? And we call it MVPs. And so, um, and you're one of the MVPs and um, we have seven, which represent the core idea of the network and people will learn more about it. We'll learn more about every single program and creator. And the idea is to have diverse network in terms of ideas, representation and everything, but also to really show new faces and show how the world looks like, you know, and we have content from, you know, for kids, for adults, everybody in between. Um, and it is, yes, educational, it's inspirational, it's mindful, it's very entertaining too. We have funny stuff as well. We're going to have movies as well, but first we concentrate on our core, um, you know, of the network. And so people will learn more about it. If you want to learn about it, we're actually looking for honest experts, we call them. So if you, um, wouldn't mind filling out one survey a, a month. It's always on the first day of the month just to vote on different contents. And for instance, there would be a question, you know, Androx, um, uh, your um, program, when would you like to watch it? Is it seven in the morning on Monday or is it, you know, 11 on Sunday? So you can pretty much, we want to include people um, in our decision-making and see what really works for everybody. And it will be worldwide. And first we concentrate on US, on the UK and France and South America. So that's the first core. And then we expand further. So. Awesome. Well, yeah. So yeah, anybody who's listening, I will share a link for the survey in wherever you're watching this or listening to this. So please, please do fill in the survey. I am super excited to be part of the project, Olga. The first time you shared this with me I was like yes I'm in um because I like the idea of uh because we 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 I feel we put a lot of focus on healthy eating for the body yeah but the things that you talk about is junk food for the brain mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, what we I think if I understand it what you were trying to do is take people from stop eating junk food and take them to soul food which is good for brain Yes, yes, yes. And also, you know, we have, um, we work even on the program and you're going to meet everybody soon as well, our MVPs. Um, you know, one is the real entrepreneurs of Atlanta. This we chose Atlanta as the first city, but really showing women how they build businesses, how they go through ups and downs, how they present themselves online, you know, because we're really great presenting us as successful and super happy, you know, taking those snapshots of our day, but really go behind the scenes, you know. And that's where the drama comes from. So we're not going to show any fighting or anything. We're very respectful, but really, you know, to motivate people and show that 
whatever struggle you're going through, everybody goes through the same thing. We're living the first time. So let's learn from each other and kind of master it all together. Cause this is all very, you know, it's not an infinite experience. So let's just uh, make the best out of it and to create really community out of it. The other aspect behind the network is the idea of and the plans to take it public because there's no television network and no country that is publicly traded where people can have shares and have ownership, partial ownership of the network. So that's the, another idea, which I think audience really deserves to decide what they're going to see and what they're going to see more of, because we have no influence on Netflix or NBC, ABC or BBC, nothing. So, and if you call them, who's going to reply? So we want to be really kind of building that relationship and present what people are seeking. So. That's awesome and super exciting, very valuable. Um, I'm sure more, more and more people would love it. I'm definitely looking forward to watch other experts programs. And um, yeah, so you, you talked about uh, showing the life behind for the successful entrepreneurs. And uh, I think that's, that's really important as well because we live in an age. So say 20 years ago, if, some, if we were having a bad day, we would just brush it off. Oh, it's just a bad day. I'm having a bad day. But now when we're having a bad day, we go on social media, we see everybody else having good day. And we're like, why is everybody else having good day? And I'm having bad day. When in reality, people don't post their bad days on social media. They only post their good things. Right. This is not right to compare. Right. We became so very well skilled in pretending to be happy. Yeah. And this is already part of our lives. How many times, you know, and I'm guilty of that too. I would have a crappy day, you know, and then I'm like, okay, I have to record social media content. Boom, makeup on, everything on. Hi guys, you know. And then you go back to your shell and you're like, oh, coughing and puffing and everything, right? So I'm just talking about this. I'm sick right now, but I'm not always doing that. But, you know, the point is I'm not, you know, the intention is not to show the dirty moments, Mm -hmm. but to show human moments, because if yeah. you make entertainment human, then humans can relate to it, you know? So yeah. you're absolutely right. And I'm very, very happy to have you. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to learn from you. So really honored and uh, really honored that we connected, you know, and very, the timing was great too. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Well, it's, it's, it's totally my pleasure and great to be connected. So just before we go, uh, if you have any parting wisdom for the audience, we'd love to hear that. So, you know, I watched an interview with Oprah once. It was a long time ago. I'm not sure if that's her quote or she took it for somebody, but she said that success is when opportunity meets preparation. And so many people right now, especially, we went through changes, right? The C-19, not to mention the world, the word, um, change people's lives. We either lost jobs, quit jobs, open businesses, try to keep them afloat. And many people are waiting on that opportunity. Oh, the big call is going to come, the big contract or whatever. And many people quit. You know, there's that very famous drawing when somebody was like digging a hole and quit before it was like this tiny bit to the goal. You know, understand it this way. And it helped me to understand it this way because I'm an Aries. I'm very impatient. I'm a, I am have to get everything done right away. 
But understand that if you don't have the opportunity right now, it's the time given to you to prepare. Mm -hmm. Because most likely you're not ready to receive that major call or opportunity. When I had my production company and I called Good Morning America show, and I said, can I advertise my entertainment company for the NBA shows? They said, oh, fabulous idea. And then I talked to their PR person and she said, are you ready to expect 8 million calls tomorrow? Signups. I said, oh, I don't have that facility. I mean, we are in four cities, but like, oh, my God. she's like, call me when you're ready. Mm-hmm. And so that opportunity that we're waiting for, the biggest contracts, investors, partners, guests, whatever you float your boat, sales or anything, make sure you're ready. Because when you make sure you're ready, it will manifest. It will come to you. The opportunity will come to you, but you're not going to, excuse my French, suck. You know, <laughs> so you just understand the delay is the preparation. It's not a denial. So that's my advice. Awesome. I love that. And uh, yeah, that is so true. Uh, Often we fall into this trap of, oh, why is it not happening fast enough? When in reality, maybe we are not ready for it. So we Mm -hmm. continue, um, continue the preparation. And when the opportunity comes, at least we are prepared. Absolutely. And even, you know, I'm guilty of that too. When people, um, you know, I know women, I don't know men, but women would say, oh, you know, I hope to have family and do this and meet my significant other. And and we're not ready to do all of that, Mm -hmm. right? If you haven't fixed your own issues, if you haven't found your confidence, if you haven't designed the life you desire, you can't meet anybody. Nobody will fix your issues for you. So really work on yourself, whether it's business, personal, your mindset, anything, and, you know, choose the right coaches. I feel like the times are changing and we're more willing and it's more okay to accept help, which is great too. Yes. Awesome. Well, it was great to talk to you all like always, and I'm sure all my audience would really benefit from the wisdom that you shared on this show. And uh, it was a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I can't wait to share it with everybody and guys be excited because we're going to have a huge program with you and uh, your audience. So they're going to enjoy it. They're going to get more of you. So. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Really looking forward to that. So guys just um, keep checking. I'll share some links regarding the survey and other stuff. And yeah, just keep che- checking. Once again, thank you, Olga. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Superhuman in You podcast. Find out more at superhumaninyou.com.